It's not politically correct. It's totally incorrect. You're listening to the Totally Incorrect Podcast with David Holliday. Hello, and welcome to the Totally Incorrect Podcast, the podcast that discusses such issues as politics, history, religion, and how they all come together for the world that we live in today and hopefully provide a way forward for a better world in the future, although that's rather difficult at the moment to see exactly how that's going to happen, I must admit. In this first episode, we're going to look at the the Mueller report, which is one of the biggest pieces of news at the moment. Um, We're going to look at the arrest of Julian Assange and what that means for freedom and the future of a free press. We could discuss Brexit and the Middle East situation and lots of other things that are going on that are very important, but they will be for future episodes, I'm afraid. So please stick with me. This is David Holliday. I'm your host of the podcast, and let's get started right now. Okay, so what about the Mueller report? Do you even remember what it was about? William Mueller started his investigation back in 2017, And the object of the investigation was to determine whether Russia had made an attempt to meddle or interfere in the U.S. presidential election of 2016. The final document, the final report, consists of about 400 pages and in the form as released by Trump's Department of Justice is heavily edited. But even so, the heavily edited version of the report quite clearly shows that, yes, Russia did attempt to meddle in the 2016 presidential election. And yes, the Trump administration, the Trump family and Donald Trump himself were certainly involved in this as well. Does this mean that the law was broken? Who knows? And to be honest, I'm far from being a lawyer. I don't even stay in that hotel chain generally, so I really can't comment on that. But I think for me, and I think for a lot of other people, what the report shows is just how odious the entire Trump campaign, the Trump family, and the Trump administration is. Well, let's face it, we didn't need a report to tell us that. We've known that for some time, but this just confirms popular belief that this family, this administration is so messed up, so corrupt that we have a huge problem here that needs to be dealt with. The Attorney General is a gentleman called William Barr, who happens to be a Trump appointee. So I guess it's no surprise that his news conference and his department's editing of the document have basically worked very hard to clear the president from any involvement in any wrongdoing. Um, Obviously, there's too much of that to be able to clear him, but I guess Republicans will jump on that and say, hey, he's a good guy. He He did nothing wrong. The report, um, in Republican opinion, clears the president. I think in everybody else, doesn't even come close. One of the more interesting things is that there are over a thousand sections of the report that have been edited, uh, sorry, redacted, 
and most of those are in the section that cover Russian hacking and interference in the election. Since this was the reason that the report and the investigation had been set up in the first place, it seems rather odd that those will be sections that will be edited to keep the truth from the, from the people, from the population. Maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe I miss the point of this, even though its stated goal was to, to find possible Russian interference. But hey, no problem. We'll just edit that stuff out and we'll pretend it doesn't exist. Something that worries me is who paid for this report? Where did the money come from for Mueller's and his team's two years of work and expenses that have been run up on this report? The answer to that is quite clearly the American taxpayer, me and you. So here's the deal. We paid for this report. Therefore, as far as I'm concerned, we own this report. Why can't we see the raw data? Are we such idiots that we can't figure things out for ourselves? We invested our hard-earned money in this investigation. I think we need to see the raw data, and we need to see it sooner rather than later. The Democratic Party in Congress obviously is trying very hard to get the original raw data released. Will this happen? Anybody's guess. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. One of the sad things is that Back in the heyday of WikiLeaks, there would have been no question that WikiLeaks would have gotten hold of a copy of the original report and it would have been online by now. Unfortunately, the WikiLeaks influence seems to have declined, especially after their flirtation with the Trump administration during, during the election, when they heavily worked against the Hillary Clinton campaign. Not that I think that's necessarily a bad thing, but um, there were definitely easier pickings in the Trump campaign that WikiLeaks ignored. But it seems that the great whistleblowers have faded from the scene. Maybe they were turned off by the treatment of people like Chelsea Manning and Edward Snowden and how they were treated by the government. And people don't seem to have the cojones these days to stand up for what's right and leak these documents that the people own, the people paid for, to leak them so that we can actually read them. There's something wrong with this picture. Okay, let's take a look at our second topic for this episode, which is going to be on the interesting case of Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. What is WikiLeaks? Well, basically, it's a website, and I think most people know this very well, but just in case you don't, it's a website that publishes news, documents, other information from a variety of sources. Um, usually, it's information that WikiLeaks has acquired by being provided from disgruntled employees, disgruntled government people, from a whole bunch of different sources. But the idea is it can be published on the WikiLeaks site and be made available for anyone, anyone to read. WikiLeaks has been around for a while. It was actually started way back in the mid-2000s, 2005, 2006. And it was started in Iceland, kind of a very neutral sort of country to do, to do something like that. The goal, as stated by Assange and WikiLeaks, was to provide really accurate news backed up 
by the original sources. Um, obviously, usually the original sources are not available for news items. So if that turned out to be true, that would be pretty spectacular, I would, I would say. One thing to understand is that despite its name, WikiLeaks is not a wiki site. In the case of a wiki site, content can be posted by users of the site, whereas WikiLeaks is more of a curated site. Everything that's posted there is posted by someone within the WikiLeaks organization. A big difference. Interestingly, I'm pretty sure that originally WikiLeaks was a wiki site, but that was only for the very, the very early days. So a lot of the information on WikiLeaks, if you ever go and check it out, a lot of the information there is pretty boring. There's a lot of corporate stuff that um, different disgruntled people have provided to WikiLeaks. On the whole, I would say 90% of what's there gets very, very little attention and no one is really that interested in it. It's in the providing of confidential government information from various governments that WikiLeaks has really made its fame, its level of notoriety, and certainly gets it, gets it into the news. There have been a lot of um, very interesting posts on the site from confidential United States documents. These apply to the wars in Iraq, um, a lot of other illegal things that the U.S. government has been doing that have been made public via WikiLeaks thanks to some of the big-name whistleblowers, such as Chelsea Manning and Edward Snowden, both of whom had provided information to the site. More recently, WikiLeaks decided to get involved in the 2016 United States presidential election very clearly on the side of the Republican Party and Donald Trump. The Hillary Clinton campaign was hugely targeted and a lot of confidential emails um, involved in the, the Hillary Clinton campaign were posted on WikiLeaks. How WikiLeaks got them has never been made really clear. The assumption is that they came from Russia. Whether that was, was with or without help from the Trump campaign is unknown at this point, but I think we all kind of have our theories on that. I know that I know that I certainly do. So Julian Assange in recent years has run up a lot of legal problems. This really started when WikiLeaks began publishing a lot of confidential US government material that covered the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, pointing out a lot of the illegal activities that the United States forces and other agencies were doing in those countries that obviously the government didn't want to be made public. This is where Chelsea Manning um, was involved in a big way with Julian Assange. As a result of this, in, I believe, 2010, or very close to then, the US government actually opened a criminal investigation of WikiLeaks to look at where this information came from that they were so happily publishing. And in that same year, or very close to that same year, Assange found himself in another legal situation where he was accused by a lady in Sweden of rape and sexual assault. At the time, he wasn't in the country, he was in the UK, but um, he was actually brought into custody by the UK authorities but was released on bail. Shortly after being released on bail, Assange violated the deal by heading over to the Ecuadorian embassy in London and 
requesting asylum. The Ecuadorian government actually granted him this back in 2012, and Assange remained locked in the Ecuadorian embassy until 2019. Rather a long time to be locked in one building where he was never really that welcome, I think it would be, it would be fair to say. During that time, the prosecution service in Sweden actually dropped the sexual assault and rape case against Assange, I think on the basis that a lot of time had gone by and the chances of him ever going to trial were pretty remote, as long as he was protected by Ecuador. In fact, the Ecuadorian authorities eventually, and I believe it's true to say with a little bit of financial assistance from the United States government, decided to revoke Julian Assange's immunity. His asylum was gone, and so he was arrested by UK authorities. And you may well have seen the film, on, which is online everywhere, of him being dragged physically out of, the, out of the building. Oh, and what a coincidence. On that very same day, an indictment was unsealed in the United States, accusing Assange of conspiring with Chelsea Manning who happens to be in prison at the moment for contempt of court, but conspiring with Chelsea Manning for cracking, hacking into US government computers in order to get information that was subsequently posted on WikiLeaks. So at this moment, Assange is fighting legal issues from a number of different directions. The fact that he broke his bail in order to move into the Ecuadorian embassy is one. The conspiracy with Chelsea Manning and the indictment in the United States is two. And there's also pressure for the Swedish prosecution service to reopen the rape and sexual assault case against him. It's also very interesting that despite the fact WikiLeaks worked hard on behalf of the Trump campaign during the presidential election, President Trump suddenly seems to be distancing himself from Assange and from WikiLeaks. Who would have thought, hey? Looks like you're on your own here, Julian. So what are we to make of all of this? Firstly, I would say that in general, I totally support WikiLeaks. I'm all for transparency, secrecy of governments, especially with documentation that's owned by the people should not be happening and it should be readily available. So I say that in a lot of cases, WikiLeaks is doing us a good service. You look at um, the events that were uncovered by Edward Snowden in particular, and the way the US government has been spying on its own citizens. Absolutely, we have a right to know that. And absolutely, it should be made public. And absolutely, it should stop, which maybe it did. We just, we just don't know. Same thing with the wrongdoings that Chelsea Manning discovered, I believe, in Iraq, where U.S. forces were basically totally ignoring international law, doing their own thing, and thinking they could get away with that. They still have, thanks to the United States not recognizing the international courts of justice, but hopefully justice will take place at some point in, the, in those cases. So I do believe WikiLeaks is right to publish a lot of the material that they, that they do. On the other hand, WikiLeaks is very selective as to what kind of information they publish. For example, it's very rare to see information posted from Russia. 
and from Putin and his cronies who completely illegally enriched themselves at the end of the Soviet Union? Where's the WikiLeaks information on those guys? The answer is there just, there just isn't any. Why is that? Maybe Russia's paying for it. Who the heck, who the heck knows? One thing is for sure, the sexual assault and rape case for which Assange was accused in Sweden, if that does come back to trial and he's found to be guilty, that's a real crime for which he should pay whatever the penalty is in Sweden for, the, for those kind of things. So while the United States is wanting to have Assange extradited to the US, I would say if he goes anywhere, it should be to Sweden to face justice for what he did for that, for that lady, if indeed that's what, that's what happens. So this whole mess is obviously going to continue for some time. And I'm sure that we'll have more to say on this topic before we're finished with it all. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed um, our little conversation. I'm going to be setting up a discussion forum for Totally Incorrect, where everyone will be able to have their say, whether or not they agree with my point of view on these things. So I will post on our totallyincorrect.com website the URL to that when it's up and running. And I look forward to talking with you again in the next episode of Totally Incorrect. Thank you. Thank you.